My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Have you ever seen a horror show, like a, like a scary flick, where you watch the procession of the young girl as she walks towards the haunted mansion, the guy with the chainsaws in his garage, and she continues, it's rainy, and her car broke down, and she continues into the mansion, and you're like, no, stop, something horrible is going to happen. It's bad in there. Nothing good will come of this. This is the state that we are in right now with the Sussman trial. Right now, you are able to see the full House of Horrors on display that Hillary Clinton and her cronies had set up in the 2016 election. And we had no idea how many chainsaws were actually in the garage. We are watching through our innocent eyes. We just had the car break down and we needed some shelter. Through our innocent eyes, we were able to see the duplicity and evil of this campaign. Hillary Clinton, we now know, openly advocated for the fake Russian hoax to be disseminated to the media. Did she tell her lawyer to also disseminate it to federal prosecutors? Well, John Durham is getting at that right now. And we are seeing day after day new nightmares of how the FBI working in tandem with the DOJ were able to use these fake, and we know they're fake because they told us in sworn testimony that they are fake allegations against Trump to spawn the Russia Mueller investigation and so on, kneecap an administration. And by the way, kneecap your vote, a president that you voted for and elected. They ripped your vote up and they spit it in your face. They sunk this administration in scandal and it's a scandal of their own creation. We now know this and the horror show goes on. I'm lucky for us, we got some strong people on our side. We have John Durham, who we think has done a, a pretty excellent job dropping bombshell after bombshell. We had no idea that Hillary authorized this leak. And we also have Cash Patel. Cash Patel is a man who is the warrior ninja for the, <laughs> the Trump administration. I don't know how else to call him. I mean, we could use his official title here, former chief investigator for Russiagate and House Intel, former chief of staff to DOD. We could say those things, but we would rather go warrior ninja with Cash Patel because he seems to be everywhere. He seems to always have his finger on the pulse. And Cash Patel joins us now. Thank you, Cash, for being on the program. We are so excited to hear from you about the updates as you see them in the Sussman trial for this week. I'll open the floor. No, thanks so much for having me. I can't wait to dive in. And look, it's a it's it's going to be a wild week. I think this week the Sussman trial wraps up. It's probably going to end uh, in a couple of days at most. And then hopefully we'll have a conviction of the Hillary Clinton world, the Clinton crime syndicate in Michael Sussman, who spearheaded this effort, not just the dossier effort, but the Alpha Bank server effort, the two lines of effort they ran on parallel tracks from Clinton HQ, paid for by American political contributions to dig up opposition fake dirt, dossier Alpha Bank, against their political opponent. They got caught. They then knowingly sent that information to the FBI, knowing it was BS, both lines of effort. The FBI, corrupt as they were with the Andy McCabe, Comey, uh, Peter Strzok, and the Lovebirds, ate it all up because they hated Donald Trump, lied to a federal court, got caught by our investigation in Russiagate. And then what happens? Mueller does some special circus, you know, special counsel circus. And then we have an actual prosecutor and John Durham come in and give us the accountability that we need. And now they are, uh, you know, now the guns have sort of turned against 
themselves. That's when you know you're winning. That's what Devin and I's goal was when we were running the Russiagate investigation, wrote the Nunes memo and exposed this whole corrupt enterprise. Once the agencies and individuals start blaming each other, then you just get out of the way. And Robbie Mook sent a heater out to uh, the Clinton crime syndicate last week. Robbie Mook being Clinton's campaign manager for 2016 actually came in and said, yeah, of course, you know, who do you think was running this operation that put her on blast? She has consistently denied it since day one. And now we have under oath testimony from Clinton world that Hillary was running this operation as if we didn't know. And I think it's worth pointing out here that you, you were doing the testimony uh, under this investigation with Devin Nunes, you were the one taking the testimony. Yeah, I mean, so I think we, it's very important for our viewers to, to, to recognize that Cash Patel is the man who <laughs> sat across the table and asked the questions and received the testimony under oath. Yeah, so we took 60 under oath in, uh, interrogations. Sussman, Sullivan, Robbie Mook, all these guys. And, and John Durham is using my transcript from the Sussman interview to indict him because he told me under oath, of course, I was there for a client. Wait, a wait, he told he told you under oath that everything he's doing now is a lie, that he's continuing to lie to federal investigators. Yeah. And here's the thing the, we fought for these two years to get these transcripts declassified. When Rick Riddell and I were running the DNI, we finally forced it on the American on Adam Schiff and, and won. Everything's out, out there for free. Durhamwatch.com. Totally free website. Go read 60 transcripts. Go read Sussman, go read Elias, go read Mook, go read Peter Fritsch, go read Andy McCabe and all of these crooked, dirty cops and corrupt criminals. It's all there. It's their testimony under oath. That's what makes it so powerful. So, okay, I think it's very important to establish that you are the premier interview on the subject because you know the rat's nest and how it's constructed better than anyone else because you're the person who blew it up first. You're the person who, who began to like rip that disease temple down. <laughs> what was your reaction? There's a lot of places I want to go with this interview, but what was your initial reaction when Robbie Mook was like, hey, Hillary knew? I was like, are we being punked? Did you just <laughs> say that? You know, I was like, and then I was like, I think he did. But I was like, you know, like we got to wait, wait, somebody verify that. Where's the transcript? You know, when you're a federal, pro you know, I used to be a former federal prosecutor. I tried a lot of uh, cases as a public defender and a prosecutor. And what you look for in court is some of these, what we call fumbles, right? Or gems, depending on what side of the aisle you're on. And from John Durham's perspective as a prosecutor, this was probably a gem they weren't expecting because Robbie Mook was not a government witness. The defense put him up. Sussman's team put this guy on the witness stand. And, you know, when you put people on the witness stand under oath, they have a tendency to tell the truth. Hmm. It's crazy. I know. Um, so like Sussman did when I put when he when I put him under oath, he said he was there for Hillary Clinton. Of course, we know he was. Robbie Mook just doubled down in federal court for the world to see. And I think John Durr was probably doing somersaults. He's like, did that guy just make our case? Everyone rejoiced this last week when Elon Musk bought Twitter for $44 billion, and we thought that maybe he'd be taking that company out of the leftist cesspool and into the land of free speech, but he's not out of the woods yet. You see, 
Twitter is still platformed on Amazon web servers. Those are the racks and the servers that could pull Twitter offline if they don't like what Elon Musk is doing. You don't think they'll do it? They did the same thing to Parler. They offlined the entire platform and crashed it because they didn't like what was happening on it. This is how evil and how incestuous the left has become with their control of the internet. It's why we need a new American internet and it's why we are so thrilled to be partnering with rightforge.com. Rightforge.com is the true American internet and founded on American free speech principles. That's why bennyjohnson.com is hosted by Rightforge. Rightforge is also bringing back President Trump to the internet by hosting Truth Social, a new online community for free thinkers and free speech. It's amazing to have a company that is investing in the real wire and infrastructure, the routers, the servers, the racks that make the internet possible. And if we don't go down to the very core, we'll never have free speech back. The core of American values is what drives RightForge. And we encourage you to go to rightforge.com. That's rightforge.com. And talk to them today about bringing your domain over so you are uncancelable by the left. Rightforge.com. So to, to, to split this onion a little bit, mm-hmm. Robbie Mook testified to saying that Hillary approved the dissemination to the media mm-hmm. of the lie that Hillary Clinton, as you previously said, created herself. Mm-hmm. Ro- Robbie Mook said that they would have never approved its dissemination to the FBI. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, don't, I think that's, uh, a, that's total garbage because what he's saying is, we, Hillary Clinton, didn't give it to the FBI, but they had hired through Michael Sussman and Perkins Cooey and Mark Elias, all the corrupt crooks. They had hired Fusion GPS, not only to run the uh, Christopher Steele narrative, which they ran, Fusion GPS also collected and met with, per the testimony in this Sussman case, Fusion GPS met with Sussman and the tech executive and the media to put this information out to the media. So when Robbie moved, it's, it's too cute by half. He's basically saying, oh, well, yeah, you know, we didn't say go to, you know, we didn't say go to the media, but Hillary did. You know, it's it's hilarious. Like the guy that's running a presidential campaign for someone who is supposed to be president, you know, forever, comes into federal court and basically is put on blast because he's like, well, I can't lie because, you know, we interviewed him <laughs> four years ago. So what's he going to do? Lie again? Um, and now you know that the Clinton crime syndicate is been operating at such a corrupt level and the great thing is yeah we've been blasting it on truth social you know uh daily durham watch updates at at cash i I go nuts on this stuff but here's the freebie that we got right elon musk even though he's our competition over there at twitter elon musk is forcing the world to cover the russiagate hoax because he has called it a russiagate hoax on twitter it's amazing it's unbelievable yes Yes. so this entire prosecution is predicate to the interview that you had with Michael Sussman under oath when Michael Sussman saying, Hey, I was delivering this information on behalf of Hillary Clinton. What's the break here? What's the strategy? I mean, if he's already told you that it seems like he's now testifying against his own sworn testimony. It's going to be understanding that correctly. It's tough. Look, I was a public defender. I, I represented some of the worst in humanity and I had to come up with some pretty creative defenses. He's go, he's going for the, so what? you know, I represented Hillary Clinton. Well, we're better than you guys. You know, the jury, you hated Donald Trump. Don't vote for them. Vote for me. It would be one thing if it was a he said, she said case. 
this is as I laid out this past week on my show, Cash's Corner is a document and witness case. You have the testimony from Congress where I interrogated him and he said X. Then you have this guy, this is like a dream for a prosecutor. You have his own text message. He, Michael Sussman, sends James Baker, the guy he lied to at the FBI, a text message the night before he goes and sees them. And it literally says, I'm coming to you as a good Samaritan, not on behalf of any client. Then said witness, James Baker, comes in and says, I'm 100% confident that this man did not say he was here for any client. So what do the billing records say? Oh, okay, John Durham, let's go get lawyer billing records. Every single meeting regarding the Alpha Bank nonsense, Michael Sussman built a Hillary Clinton campaign for it. They got paid millions of dollars. So you've got the FBI general counsel, you've got Sussman's text messages, you've got billing records, then you've got his sworn testimony. What's he going to say? Oh, uh, just kidding. Nothing. And that's literally what they're going to say. They're going to put the cops on trial. They're going to say the FBI is corrupt, which is hilarious for Clinton world to say the FBI is corrupt. I don't think people can actually appreciate that as much as you and I can. But that is hilarious for them to say the dirty cops at the FBI. Um, and those same people are now going to be their basically downfall. So so I want to bookend the I want to bookend this Sussman trial and say what is the expected outcome based on your extensive knowledge of this case for Michael Sussman. And then I want to move to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So look, he should be convicted. I mean, that's it. You break, I mean, look, I was a prosecutor in the Obama administration far longer than I was a prosecutor in the Trump administration. It doesn't matter who you are. You break the law. We go after you. I mean, that's the way we used to do it. This case, the evidence, now the world has seen the evidence and they've seen what John Durham has and they've seen the joint venture conspiracy he's built out. But this case is very simple. Did Michael Sussman lie to the FBI? He either lied to the FBI or he lied to me under oath in Congress. They're both crimes. Can't have it both ways. So I think, you know, hopefully this ends in a conviction and then this guy gets sentenced to prison, uh, which he should. And then John Durham marches on to Denchenko. And I believe he's also got two to three more indictments coming this summer um, for Clinton World, Fusion GPS, and maybe an FBI agent or two. And that's where I think this is going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I want to get into that. Hillary Clinton, however, has grabbed all the headlines this weekend because of the admission that she knew about this. It's Voldemort, right? Jonathan Turley <laughs> says, you mentioned Voldemort in court. You're not supposed to say that name. And Robbie Mook just straight up said the name. You said he threw a heater at Hillary. Do you think that Robbie Mook should get himself some bodyguards? Uh, well, it'd be funny and ironic to watch Clinton world destroy Robbie Mook. But what people forget is that John Durham has the sworn testimony of Robbie Mook from four years ago, which the world can read on DurhamWatch.com for free, all 60 transcripts. It's unreal. And he knows what's in there. He's got smart lawyers. They probably went back and said, wait a second, guy, <laughs> you said this under oath to Congress. So you can't really get away from that unless you want to get charged with a federal felony. So he's playing it about as safe as I guess he can. But I didn't expect him to, to in, basically indict Hillary Clinton directly. I thought he would be better coached as a witness and, uh, you know, I guess he just, you know, I, I don't know if the viewers know this, but the reason he testified early is because the defense intervened in the prosecution's case and said, Robbie Mook has a vacation in Spain that he would like to get to. Judge, please let him testify early. I couldn't believe the judge allowed it, but now I couldn't be happier. <laughs> you know, Spain has a lot of great tapas. And if I was Robbie Mook, I'd be hiring a food taster right about yeah, now. And, and maybe staying there forever. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe holding up in one of those old castles at, with oh, a moat man. and alligators in the moat and never leaving ever again. Did you know that not since the pandemic have stocks slid as much as they slid just last month? Quarterly earnings are abysmal. The economy is shrinking and mortgage rates are going through the roof because the Fed knows that an overheated economy and hyperinflation is going to lead to disaster. And it's already here, ladies and gentlemen. Stagflation and the worst economic climate in many decades is upon us. What are you doing to protect your wealth? In the Johnson family, we're using our friends at Birch Gold. We are buying precious metals and diversifying into something of real value. My wife and I, invested for the first time last month and Birch made it so easy. For the first time, we have our future protected by precious metals. We diversified into a tax-sheltered retirement account with gold and it couldn't have been easier. Please text Benny to 989898 to secure the gains you've made while you still can. Every roller coaster comes to an end. Every night at the bar comes with a hangover, and we are here. Do not get a headache over losing your fiat currency because of the dumb decisions made in Washington. Invest in something of real value. Gold, ladies and gentlemen, through Birch Gold, the only people I trust with my future. Text Benny to 9898 and start protecting your future today with gold. My advice to Robbie Mook, let's see if he takes it, but your advice to Hillary Clinton, could there be anything further down the line for her other than the bad headlines and humiliation of knowing that this entire scam is now pinned back on her? I have before me right now the Wall Street Journal editorial from this morning, Hillary did it. Her 2016 campaign manager said she approved the plan and the plot for false claims against Russia and is a scathing op-ed. Mm. Do you think that do you think that anything will come further of this other than, you know, another black eye for the Clintons in the press? Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, Durham's march will be towards the FBI and Fusion GPS all roads, I believe, lead to Andy McKay when it comes to criminal accountability and Glenn Simpson and a couple of FBI characters. I don't believe that there'll be an indictment for Clinton or Comey. They're just too smart. They're just too evil. Uh, but I think when he writes his Durham special counsel report, now that the world's been educated on what that is because of the bogus Mueller one, Durham's mm -hmm. will destroy Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. um, and it will destroy Comey far worse than any media narrative or op-ed from newspapers who basically rallied against me and Devin when we were running the Russiagate investigation and told the likes of the Wall Street Journal about this information. And they said, you are running this information. And we said, no, wow. we're putting out the facts. You are being the biggest purveyors of misinformation in modern American history. And they weren't the only ones. It was pretty much across wow. the board. We didn't have many friends back then. But I'm glad wow. to see they're getting it right now. Yeah, I mean, this is my, the, you must walk with your back up a little more straight. Yeah. You must uh, be able to pour yourself a little stiffer of a drink and be <laughs> a little more chill knowing that everyone's eating crow, right? Like, it's not just Robbie Mook who needs a food tester, but here's the Wall Street Journal having to admit you were right. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not, and that's the thing, it was never about me or or, or for, De for Devin and me, it was never about either of us. It was the accountability that mattered. We signed up for the mission. People forget we were in public office. We didn't like go there to become rich. And we certainly didn't go there to become famous. That's not what you do. That's what James Comey and Hillary Clinton and all these lunatics do who think the privilege to serve exists to serve their ego. 
we thought, you know, we owed the public a duty. And no matter what we found, that was our agreement. We were going to put it out there. So, you know, for us, sure, Devin and I talk every day. Uh, were we like, yeah, okay, we, were, we knew we were right because we put out the truth. We put out their words. We put out the FBI's own documentation. We put out the, their own testimony under oath. And the media didn't want to listen because they wanted to listen to the likes of that parakeet, Adam Schiff, instead of anyone else. And now, yeah, they're going to eat crow, but I'm not out there doing body slams. I'm like, great, thanks. Catch up. You owe us about 400 more articles. <laughs> I think they're starting. And yeah, it seems to be that as you said, when there's a circular firing squad inside the government, don't get in their way. You don't want to walk into the middle of it. Here you have the FBI investigator, Scott Hellman, yeah. saying this, a- after 24 hours in my hands, I knew this was fake. Yeah, saying he- on the stand that he thought that the person who wrote this must have been mentally ill. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the testimony. It's before me right now. We'll have Under it up on screen. Like under oath. Think- and I remind the audience, they submitted that Alpha Bank nonsense to the FBM in September of 2016, before the first FISA warrant application went up, along with the Christopher Steele dossier information. They knew both of the information and in- intelligence was garbage, but they lied and went with it anyway. They being McCabe, Comey, Strzok, Page, and that guy Kleinsmith. Let's not forget, John Dermillary has a conviction in federal court for a felony for the FBI for lying. Uh, that is critical to remember. Now, Cash, you said that the FBI, that that Durham's going to just excoriate and rip open James Comey uh, in this. The uh, Federalist seems to be sharpening the knives this morning, talking mm-hmm. about the FBI misleading the DOJ in handwritten notes that were released by the defense here, saying that. Every step of the way, James Comey's FBI lied to the Department of Justice about what they knew to be false. And I'm not going to go, it's a 4,000 word article, but the point is that there are seven verifiable lies or conspiracy theories that the FBI was telling the DOJ in order to get them to continue the investigation. So they continued to lie in order to keep this investigation going. Does that add up on your end? Yeah, totally. And what I tell people, you don't have to go read a 4,000 word thing. Go read the Nunes memo that I wrote. It's four pages in like double space. So it's really like two pages because I can't write that much. And we wrote it five years ago. And we wrote it with, as I said, their own documentation and their own sworn testimony. We said the FISA court was lied to. We said the FBI knew it. We said they hid Christopher Steele's motivations. We said the Hillary Clinton campaign paid for it. Now they want to regurgitate this information and take credit for it as as like journalists with integrity. I don't care as long as the world gets to see it and read it. That's the whole point. It doesn't matter who gets the dang credit. What matters is that everyone is now seeing it. So I hope everyone writes 4,000 word. And the Federalist has been fantastic. Those guys have been on point since jump. Molly and Sean and Margo and that, that crew has been on it. Um, it was one of the few allies we had in the media from jump, me and Devin, and you know, forever grateful to their great work. But yeah, I keep telling people, just go read the Nunes memo. Just go read it. It'll take you 12 minutes. So you believe that this may or may not affect Hillary deciding to run in 2024. Got to go there. What do you think? Oh, I hope she runs. I'm trying to goad her into running. <laughs> I mean, what better person to run against? She has the the good thing we have in our favor is that she has the ego <laughs> to be like, I can still run. I'm going to run and vindicate myself. So that's what I'm hoping for here. 
Um, man, it would be great to square off against Hillary. So the investigation, as you predict, will excoriate her, will rip to pieces and shreds and tatters James Comey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as criminal, as far as where it will go criminally, we're looking more towards McCabe, more towards like the, the deputies here uh, as to where Durham may be heading. Yeah. I think so. It's just that's just the nature of how these prosecutions go. The largest criminal conspiracy in U.S. history. You're not going to indict a Clinton or an FBI director, but you're going to get pretty far up there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all I tell people is stay tuned. We got a we got a lot more coming. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, let me let me try and chop some of this wood. My team has been we've been doing our best. Right. And I'll I'll admit that we are trying our best, but it's so damned oblique. It's just, they're, they're, the connections are so, they tried so hard Mm -hmm. to like make these connections murky and to like weasel their way through. And Mm -hmm. the more you rip down the columns of this diseased temple, the more you find out about this horror story, the worse it gets as the movie progresses. And I'm looking at July of 28. 2016, Director Brennan briefing Barack Obama on Hillary Clinton's plan to tie Donald Trump to Russia inside the White House, which included, according to his notes, a means of distraction from public use of her own private email server. Obama knew. Yeah. Is that correct? Is that a correct statement? And we know that thanks to the great uh, work of Johnny Ratcliffe, my dear friend, our former director of national intelligence under President Trump, he declassified those notes. And when he put that information out for the American public to see, what did the likes of Politico do? They called it Russian disinformation. Now we know that that meeting occurred. Everyone knows it. And but what I want is the memo that Brennan used to brief Obama. That should be declassified how much intelligence was actually in there. Now we know that Brennan told the president of the United States in 2016 that Hillary Clinton, who is the, his likely successor, was going is running a disinfo op against Donald Trump. What other information do they have? Why didn't they get to the FBI who was looking at FISA warrants unlawfully if they knew it was coming from a political campaign? John Brennan being the CIA director, of course, talk to James Comey, the director of the FBI, and of course, talk to that other clown clapper at the DNI. They were all in on it together. And that's why I think that memo needs to be released um, yesterday. We, we never got it at Congress. Johnny Ratcliffe at least got the notes out for us when he was DNI, and the American public is better for it, even though that's another example of that's not true. You can't put that out because it makes Hillary Clinton look bad. Well, it's the absolute truth, which is why he put it out. Um, so you know, we'll see. Do you think that Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, or any of these directors, the Clapper, Brennan's, Comey's, will ever have to go under oath on this stuff? Nah, maybe if they're called as a witness. That's that that could happen in John Durham's prosecutions. Other than that, it's unlikely. They're not gonna. They might also put them in the grand jury. It's probably what I would do: lock in their testimony and see if I needed it. And he might have already done that as a mm-hmm. prosecutor. That's what you do from opening street. You just mm-hmm. say, "All right, I got my witnesses. I know what I want them to say. Let me lock their testimony in." So it could have happened. We'll find so out. Let, so let's dig down into Jake Sullivan. Yeah. You, you know, Jake Sullivan, you got his testimony. Yeah. Under oath. Jake mm-hmm. Sullivan was listed by Mark Elias in this Durham trial last week as one of the people who knew that this was being laundered to the media. Jake Sullivan's culpability here. And is he just so utterly discredited? 
I mean, do these people have any shame, I suppose? But no, they don't. Should, because, should he resign in shame? Of course. The current National Security Advisor of the President of the United States, who is running Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign and put out the day after this Alpha Bank server story was leaked mysteriously to the media, put out tweets on behalf of Hillary Clinton saying Russian connection to Donald Trump in Alpha Bank and his Trump Tower. They paid for it. Now we know Hillary knew. If Hillary knew, Jake Sullivan knew. We know that because Mark Elias came in and testified that Jake Sullivan knew. And if you don't believe any of that, go read Jake Sullivan's transcript of my interrogation of him from four years ago. It's out there for free. And you will actually understand how treacherous these people were and how how they lied with such, I don't know, like wanton disregard for any sort of, you know, oath to office or duty to the truth or anything. These people were willing to do anything to get into office. And now Jake Sullivan is that current national security advisor. Not only should he resign, he should be prosecuted. I believe he lied to me under oath about this information. And that is a prosecutable offense. I hope John Durham's looking at him. Can you can you illuminate that for that for well, us? It's the same thing. Lying under oath to Congress is yeah. But how did he lie? What did he what lie did he tell? About not about this whole, I didn't know anything. I, I wasn't involved in, you know, the Alpha Bank stuff. I just tweeted it out. You know, thank God this wonderful journalist put it out. You mean the wonderful journalist you paid to leak it to? But then, you know, step before that, that you bought the information for, for like $10 million? You didn't know about any of that? Okay. So you think that he could be prosecuted? Yeah, he should. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So that'd be a direct Biden administration connection and a high level one at that. I mean, it's inarguable that he holds one of the most commanding positions in the administration. Yeah. Wouldn't it be ironic for an, a national security advisor to the president of the United States to be convicted of an actual crime? <laughs> yeah. A crime of spreading Russian disinformation. Yeah which is precisely what it is, and then lying to you about it. Yeah. In the preceding days and weeks, there's been, a lot of, there's been a lot of bluster, but in the preceding days and weeks, what can we expect realistically with John Durham? You said Sussman should go to prison, and I think it's looking ironclad. We have Dranchenko next. What is the progress? What's the progress tree here look like for Durham from this? Well, he's got to continue, you know, the prosecution. So as you said, Denchenko, but I think he's got a couple more indictments in the pipeline coming um, for the FBI and Fusion GPS. And they're going to be showing this conspiracy we've been talking about this entire time that we've now proven. So look for that stuff to come maybe in the summer-ish because uh, he's got a lot of work to do. But as he builds to the Denchenko case in the fall, look for more pleadings and more pre-trial stuff, excuse me, to get going. And we'll get even more information about the whole Christopher. This 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 will turn back from uh, Alpha Bank back to Christopher Steele because Danchenko is his quote unquote source um, for the entire Steele dossier nonsense, which Danchenko has himself admitted was total garbage. So it's going to get fun. <laughs> so we're just getting started. So yeah. so we like. The scales of justice, it seems, maybe for the first time in my lifetime, maybe actually equalizing. It seems as though bad people on the other side and who are colluding with our deep state, super state, uniparty, and permanent state may finally see the inside of a prison cell. I've been told that my entire life, and it seems like it may finally be happening. And Cash... We just want to say thanks for your hand yeah. in that. We really, we really appreciate it. And I'm going to hold this up now. I'm going to yes. say if, if, the if, plot against the king. If you want to understand Russiagate at a level of a four-year-old, I wrote the Russiagate tale, the plot against the king. It's the actual true story about how the MAGA king himself 
uh, was tried to take, they tried to take him down. Hillary Quinton, Keeper Comey tried to take him down with a shifty knight, but thankfully there was a wizard named Cash and a knight named Devin that set out on a truth for quest. This is the number one seller right now because not only do children love it, but adults love it. Go to theplotagainsttheking.com and get your copy. I'm not kidding. This thing is awesome. The graphics are amazing. I mean, look at that. Look at these graphics. Like, how could you not buy this book? I would love it if your audience would go to theplotagainsttheking.com and grab this and anything you do uh, to help us out. Plot Against the King. The link is in the description, ladies and gentlemen. Go there now. Great stockings. Fourth of July is coming up. You got to give your kids present. Fourth of July, they wake up in the morning. George Washington came during the evening and put presents and, under the firework tree. And now yeah. the MAGA King's coming. <laughs> and now the MAGA King will be there. Cash, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, buy the book. We'll do a dramatic reading. When I get, when we get our book, our book's yes. already ordered in the Johnson House. We'll do a dramatic reading. I love Incredible. it. And I'll be back sure. I'll be back soon with you. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Cash. Well, that was fascinating. And one of the most interesting people in politics right now, Cash Patel, who's just dynamite, man. He's just dynamite. Not only does he know where all the bodies are buried and where the rats live in their nests, and he's blowing those nests out of the water with his own landmine, landmines of truth, but he's got a children's book about it as well. Solid gold, Cash Patel. Thank you for joining our show today. Very interesting stuff. Where is Durham going next? People should be shaking in their boots. It will be amazing to see who the next conspiracy theorists will be coming under the John Durham hammer of justice. And we'll be popping popcorn, ladies and gentlemen, popping that popcorn because this is going to be exciting. The best is yet to come. We're here for it. And we even have children books about it. Come on. What more can you ask for? All right. My name has been Benny Johnson. This is the Benny Show special with Cash Patel, Durham Update. Thank you for tuning in. It's going to get wild. See ya.